hello and welcome back to the podcast it is thursday it's a new year right 2021 seemed really exciting a few weeks ago (laughs) uh so a quick update in case you are unfamiliar with our church or just for some reason don't know Uh, we've moved our services online which means we did not meet in person last night uh first wednesday night of the year and so we did something a little different Uh, we sent a lesson home with the parents which sounds kind of intimidating but honestly it's one of the most awesome things i think that could have happened and here's why first of all the topic we've had chosen for january uh, was literally the topic of following jesus and so when i realized we were going to be online and that the goal was to send home a lesson with parents to kind of let them uh, lead the conversation i thought wow what an awesome first lesson first way to you know start the year uh, with encouraging parents to talk about this topic with their kids so it was not what i planned but you know sometimes sometimes things happen that are better than what i can imagine and that was definitely one of those moments last night although i will say it was totally weird not being <laughs> at church on a wednesday night uh on my watch i have an alarm set for 5.57 on Wednesday nights, that's my reminder that I need to go to the gym to get ready to start the countdown. And I was sitting in uh, the living room last night (laughs) watching Netflix and my alarm goes off. And I was like, oh, hey, guess what? I'm supposed to be uh, in the gym right now and I'm not. It also kind of has that weird feeling of, oh my goodness, did I really forget? Did we really cancel Wednesday? Or am I just, you know, what day is it? It's after the holidays, I don't really know, kind of a feeling. So anyway, that was that was pretty fun. But our lesson series for the month of January is called Follow Me, Subscribing to a Life of Discipleship. And if you're thinking to yourself, ooh, is that like subscribing to a video or a YouTube channel? The answer is yes. <laughs> I was telling the kids on Sunday, okay, like, hey, this is, one of them was like, hey, what's the theme? And I was like, well, here's what it's called. And one of them immediately was like, oh, yeah, like on YouTube. And then that was followed up by, are you going to tell us how to make our own videos? I was like, no, we're going to use some videos, but we're not going to talk about how to make your own video. That's not the purpose of what we're doing here. But it is pretty cool. I mean, I wrote it, but I still think it's pretty cool because I I don't know if you're familiar, but if you subscribe on a YouTube channel, so you click to subscribe, like every YouTube channel, sometimes even... I don't think you can subscribe on Instagram, but sometimes people will say that and like subscribe or swipe up. And basically they want you to follow them. They want you to see everything that they put out, every video they post, every story they share. They don't want you to miss out on their content. When we're thinking about discipleship, that's essentially what the first followers of Jesus were invited to do. I mean, they have these awesome Um, privileges that we don't really have, right? They literally got to follow Jesus and hang out with him and spend time with him in person. So essentially they were subscribing to this. And so we're looking at four uh, four different lessons from the book of Matthew. Uh, We're going to talk about things um, like how to follow Jesus. And then we're talking about the epic fail, what happens when we don't follow Jesus. We're going to talk about a reaction video, and how when Matthew follows Jesus, there's a lot of different reactions happening. And in the last week uh, is just making it your own. And so we're using different videos. So obviously 
last night was a, the lesson was about how to follow Jesus. So uh, we encouraged our families to look up a how-to video. When we talk about the epic fail of following Jesus, well, we're going to watch a few epic fail videos. <laughs> when we're talking about the reactions of the Pharisees to when Jesus calls Matthew, um, there's these really cool things. They're kind of newer. Not everyone knows what I'm talking about when I say this, but it's like a reaction video where you are watching someone react to them listening to a song for the first time or watching something. It sounds really dumb, honestly, when you say it that way, but it's way more fun when you watch someone react. So we're talking about that. And then, of course, uh, making it your own, just the reality that, that anyone can make a video at this point in time. Uh, kids, grown-ups, people that I feel like are, you know, they just surprise me that they're on YouTube. You know, maybe they're older, whatever. Uh, anyone can make a video. And that's true. Like, we want the kids to understand that they do not have to be grown up to follow Jesus. We want them to understand the importance of following Jesus now. So that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the lesson from last night. Hopefully, you know, maybe you even looked up a how-to video. Let's say you don't know how to do something. You can go to YouTube or you can Google step-by-step uh, -step instructions. I was thinking about this earlier. I think one of the most interesting things I have ever looked up, like how to do, was uh, I think it was probably my senior year of college. My car at the time would randomly, the alarm would randomly go off. I mean, I would be in class for hours, nowhere near my car, nowhere near my keys. And I would come back from class and my car alarm would be going off. So I frantically and desperately searched how-to videos, how to disable the alarm on that particular card so that I could save myself some embarrassment. Um, and they're really helpful. <laughs> I don't even remember what the solution was, but somehow I figured out a way to temporarily disconnect it and save, you know, all my all people in my dorm from having to listen to my car alarm go off at random times for random amounts of time. So I'm sure they appreciated that for sure. How-to videos give us step-by-step instructions on what we're looking to do or how we're trying to fix something. Uh, and that's kind of what we find in the very first uh, lesson that we're looking at here in Matthew. We're looking at Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22. Now, we did talk about Matthew uh, last month in our Christmas, we used his gospel for the Christmas story. So we've already established that Matthew is writing um, for Jewish Christians and unbelievers who either don't know or don't believe in Jesus. So he wants people to see that Jesus is the long-awaited Messiah, the King, who they have uh, been looking for, been anticipating. So one of the... <laughs> One of the things we challenged our families last night to do was for an, an opening activity was either to watch a how-to video or play follow the leader. They also had the option to simply gather different supplies they would need if they were going to go fishing because this is the passage we're talking about. I also thought about the Sunday school song, I will make you fishers of men if you follow me. You're welcome if that's stuck in your head. One of those kids that grew up playing it, uh, you know, and then you had the games where like certain people stood up on certain parts of the song and uh, yeah, good times. <laughs> uh, but the first point or the first idea we had from this lesson was verse in verse 18, 
we see that there's fishermen at work. So Jesus is walking along the Sea of Galilee and he sees fishermen. Now, this is kind of a, an interesting side note. I even specified like, hey guys, Israel's a real place. Like the Sea of Galilee is somewhere that you can visit because a lot of times we think about these, um, about places in the Bible. And sometimes it's hard for kids to, to really connect what's in the Bible to actual places. And so we had a side note about that. Um, but then we just said, you know, what's the job of a fisherman? Well, it's to catch fish and to sell them. I think about fishermen, I always think about them being smelly <laughs> and possibly um, dirty. You know, they were out on the on the sea. I was going to say the ocean, but I guess it's more of the sea uh, for a long time. I think about being sweaty and smelly. Um, also, being a fisherman was typically a job that was passed down or it ran in your family, um, something that a trade that would be passed out for different generations. And so we see, first of all, the two brothers we see first are Peter and Andrew. So essentially what we're seeing is that they were probably running their family business. We also mentioned they didn't have fishing poles, um, but they would have used nets to throw over to catch fish. Uh, so as we moved on to the next point, um, and we really focus on the two words in in verse 19 that are very important. Follow me. Now, it's also critical that we know who we're supposed to be following. For instance, if we're playing the game, follow the leader. Your first question is, well, who's the leader? Which of your friends has been chosen to be the one showing everyone else what to do? I think sometimes we gloss over this. Who is the me that we are following? Who is the me that these disciples were, were asked to follow? Um, and obviously the Sunday school answer is Jesus, which is true. <laughs> but what's even more awesome is Matthew has been painting this picture. So we're only in chapter four. But prior to this, Matthew has been letting his audience see glimpses of who Jesus is. So Matthew has already told them that Jesus, this me, he's the savior. He's Messiah. He's sovereign. He's in charge of everything. He's the shepherd of the weak. He's the savior king. He's the righteous judge. He's the light of the world. He's the hope for all people. All of these things that we see about Jesus happened before chapter 4, verse 18 in the book of Matthew. So he does a really good job of being like, hey, guys, this is him. This is Jesus. This is attributes of who he is. When he's saying, follow me, this is the me he's talking about. So what does it mean to follow? What were they supposed to do? Right? They got to do something that we don't physically get to do. That is literally follow Jesus. I mean, they had dinner with him. They hung out with Jesus. They got to hear him teach. They watched him perform miracles. They followed him and went with him places. I mean, we, we can't really do that right now. That's just not an option for us. So when we think about following Jesus in our lives, there are several things that it, it means for us. First of all, it means that we repent of, of sin. The first step in following Jesus is being saved. It's, it's asking forgiveness for our sin. It's turning away from God and asking God to forgive us. Um, yes, this happens initially at salvation, but we continue to, to seek God's forgiveness and so that we can tell others um, about him. The other thing that we do as an act of following him is to faithfully listen and learn. We continually listen to God's word. 
we continue to learn as much as we can about Jesus. We learn to trust him completely. We first trust him at salvation to save us from sin. But then following Jesus means that we trust him enough to rearrange our lives. We trust him enough to obey him because we recognize who he is and what he's done. And then our last kind of thought from this was uh, from verses 20 through 22. So they went from fishermen at work. They heard the words, follow me. And now they're fishers of people. It's a new kind of work. Jesus says that he would make them fish for people. Now, (laughs) does this mean that we're supposed to look around a lake or look around our, our communities and just like, take a net and be like, here. No, that's that's not it, right? Fishing for people is about helping other people know and follow Jesus. It's discipleship. Following Jesus means that we obey him, and then we tell other people about him. It starts with us knowing and following Jesus and then helping other people do the same. And we see this happen right here in this passage. First of all, it says immediately Peter and Andrew leave their nets and follow Jesus. It's possible they would have left their family business behind. They left their families, everything that they knew. They left their comfort. They stopped what they were doing, and they followed Jesus. And then Jesus sees two more brothers, James and John. And the scripture actually says they were with their dad. (laughs) They were with their dad um, fishing. And so they leave. They get up and they leave their dad behind. Again, they leave their families behind. They were going to fish for people or be fishers of men, as we probably grew up hearing that phrase. But what's interesting to me also in this passage is that you see that Jesus calls them two at a time, which I think is interesting because we know that the Christian life cannot be lived alone. It's important that we follow Jesus, that we know him, that we follow him, that we live our lives for him. But it's also important that we do that with other people who are doing that, right? We surround ourselves with community, with with people who will help encourage us to follow and to serve and to live for Jesus. I think that's very important uh, and moving forward even more so. So our challenge is as normal. Has there been a time when you have decided to follow Jesus? Has there been a time when you have asked Jesus to save you from sin, to be fishers of people? And if so, if we are saved, are we doing that? Are we helping other people see and know and love and follow Jesus? That's our job. We said it on Sunday. It is my job as a Christian. It is your job as a Christian for us to tell people about Jesus until everybody in this entire world knows who he is and worships him and follows him. I think that's all that I have for now. Uh, I think that's a wrap.